Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by The Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? A bit hectic and crazy, but overall, not too bad. That's good. Yes, I 100% agree with you. It's, uh, uh, look, I just experienced, um, look, I'm an Amiibo fan. Folks might know that in the Discord. Um, the only thing that's rivaled trying to get a really rare amiibo, especially Fire Emblem ones, because they make a low stock and they sell it quick, is likely trying to register your kids for soccer in a small community when the registrations open at a specific time and all the parents, because there's limited spots, all the parents go to the website at the same time. So that's why we're recording a little bit late. <laughs> I mean, also, I had surprise family visits, so, you know, my oh, yes. sister... And her husband were going to do something for Valentine's Day. The first two plans fell apart, and so they decided to fly down to visit my mom. And so had them to hang out with a bit, which is why we didn't record yesterday. That's true. Yeah, we're a bit all over the place, but honestly, I think the extra day gave us some time with these uh, these new heroes we're going to be talking about uh, in a little bit. But before that, let's go over the banners. Running right now is the Legendary and Mythic Hero Remix 1 and 2. That goes until the 24th. The 7th Anniversary Special Focus 2 also goes to the 24th. Hero Fest runs until the 4th of March. May this last until the 6th. That's a banner, not, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It sounded like I was saying, yeah, may, may, this, may these banners last. No, like, they have definitive dates. Yes, the Valentine's banner. Yes, exactly. We talked about that last episode. Uh, but the heroes for this episode are Attuned Ivy and Rearmed Hortensia, the new hero's banner. That goes until the 6th. Now, Eddie, you've had a day. How has your summoning gone? You've had hours, I guess. It launched this morning. Well, it actually launched yesterday morning. Did it? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if Time. we had recorded yesterday, it would have been just this morning. But I did summon on the banner. Got an early five-star Kagetsu. Uh, followed pretty closely, or actually pretty close to the first spark. So a little while later uh, with a Rosado. Uh, along the way, I did manage to end up getting three non-focus five-stars, so the guaranteed five-star focus thing triggered. And on the last ring before the first spark, I got Ivy, so I sparked for Hortensia and got the whole crew. Very nice. I was mainly focusing on Ivy and Hortensia, especially with Hortensia being a rearmed staff user, so Lissa might have a new present soon. Got to look and compare to what I currently got on her. Uh, not to jump ahead and i i don't know if you i didn't see it in your notes maybe i'm mistaken but so the forging bonds for hortensia she's looking for sisters does lissa show up there i haven't got that far i have not seen lissa oh. um she starts with annette then goes yeah. on to Faye, who you know she's looking for a younger sister to teach how to be cute uh yeah. primarily uh she starts with uh annette and annette's clumsy and stuff so she kind of you know doesn't quite view her as proper mentor or mentee for her to mentor uh then goes to Faye and then finds out she's a dragon and thousands of years older so Faye views it as she's the older sister which isn't what Hortensia was looking for um can't remember if it was the third or final one where she bumps into Celine and you know Celine talks her into Accepting it, even though Hortensia is hesitant at first because she views uh, Celine as an equal in cuteness. So, 
that might have been the final one. I can't remember if I'm at the uh, you know A or S conversation on that one. Yeah, but. I uh, I haven't finished it yet, but as soon as that forging bond started that story, I thought okay. Yeah, I wondered if Lissa was going to pop up at, at, as yeah. well. Well, this is Lissa might be a bit too much of a chaos goblin to work for the cuteness that Hortensia is looking for. That's true. That's true. Um, well, uh, for me, uh, this is, uh, this is an engage banner. I feel like, you know, we've gotten, uh, it's, it's nice to see the love for engage, even though I know I have to mention it every time Eddie and I have not finished the main game. It, it like we, we got some heat for it, but maybe we'll resolve it this year. Maybe it's one of our, our, our challenges for this year, but, uh, we shall see. Um, I did, uh, I did summon on the banner and just like Eddie, I first one I got was uh, Kagetsu, five stars. Then uh, proceeded to get three non-focus five stars, uh, including Ascended Air, which I did not have before. Uh, so I now have an active focus charge. Haven't uh, haven't seen the the fruits of that just yet, but I did spark for a tuned Ivy, and uh, will then focus on the f- focus charge. So we'll see how that goes. Are you going to go for either of the two, or are you going to focus on uh, one over the other? Well, my my brain is saying Hortensia just because isn't Rosado the four-star, or am I mistaken? Uh, Kagetz is the four-star. Oh, okay. okay. Rosado is the... could have been a four-star. I think Hortensia has every slot filled, where I don't know exactly. I didn't look at Ivy since you're focusing on her, but... Yeah. Okay. So yeah, maybe I'll change. Uh, I haven't. I've. I haven't really gone, gone too far into the trying to get the focus charge because I ran out of orbs. So now I'm like sitting on empty again. But I will likely finish out that focus charge because I think I got like a almost eight percent five star. So I will. I. I. I might switch it up and do green and colorless orbs because I. Uh, yeah, I should have known that Kagetsu was the four star because I wrote up his. Uh, yeah, I wrote. I wrote up both the the intro to the banner and Kagetsu's uh, write-up, so I forgot that. Yeah, I took a glance. Um, Ivy does not have a uh, assist skill, which Hortensia does have because she's, you know, a healer. So yeah. a healing skill is kind of mandatory. Yes. So Hortensia has a full kit. Ivy is missing an assist skill, whereas Rosado only has, like, an A and B skill. And I think a special. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. I'll report back uh, next episode, uh, and I will make a note to remember to report back next episode because it's going to be a bit of a wait. Before we get to discussing the characters a bit more details, uh, we do have to cover when we're going to be back. Um, we do have a legendary hero coming out on the 28th, so we might do a mini on the 4th. Uh, though, since the banner will still be running when the special heroes launch, we're uh, considering just covering them all together in one episode. Uh, So we might wait next to our full episode, uh, barring a surprise Fae channel, which should be on the 11th, uh, after we get the special hero banner on the 6th. Uh, Let's talk about the new heroes, Attuned Ivy and Rearmed Hortensia. Engage gets some more love from Intelligent Systems following up the new emblem hero type. We have another set of new heroes from the Kingdom of Illusia. Headlighting the event is Attuned Ivy and Rearmed Hortensia, as mentioned earlier, followed by Rosado and the four-star hero on the banner, Kagetsu. Our grand hero battle hero attached to the banner is Movier. 
Yeah. Um, as mentioned, uh, Rosado, adorable artist, is the first unit on the banner, and Hortensia's retainer. On uh, as I was speculating, is this the first engaged banner where we get retainers from both the royals? I believe we got both of all Chris's retainers uh, on the Brodia banner, and both of Celine's retainers on the uh, Firen banner. Right? Yeah. Or am I misremembering? I think that's correct. Although. Yeah, because we got Lapis and... I got her as a you know, non-focus, this one. What's her name? Citrine? Or was that right, the... Right, right. Yep. And then we got uh, Armor Dude and Flying Lady. Can't remember their names all of a sudden. <laughs> no, that's Brain fine. Farts. I'm also uh, not... Uh, I, well, this is, uh, this is our problem for not playing enough Engage. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that we do... They have been very consistent with offering, like, whatever character they give us, they give us a retainer. Um, I mean, we've gotten two retainers per banner with a set of royals, but I feel like we've gotten, up until now, both the retainers are from only one of the royals. Like, we haven't, I don't think we've gotten, although no, we get did get FTA, because we had, like, three retainers on that first banner. Yeah, because there was a free hero. Yeah. Yeah. So one of Alfred's retainers did show up. So I guess not the first one where you get them from both royals. Mm-hmm. But uh, Rosado joins here as a green axe flyer unit uh, wielding axe of adoration. He also comes with two new tier four skills called Earthwind Boost three and Wyvern Rift, and a bonfire special and bonfire special to round out the kit. So, and speaking of, since you brought up the forging bonds. Uh, uh, his is interest is kind of fun. It shows um, him out doing a landscape because uh, he is able to paint fast landscapes and stuff, do fast painting uh, while still being very well painted. Um, he uh, fi- uh, Sharina finds him doing it and eventually gets him to draw a portrait since he's able to paint quickly of her and Alphonse together since there are no portraits of them together, just separate ones and from quite a while ago. So that was a cute one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I haven't uh I haven't been able to complete the forging bonds uh completely, but I did I did like the idea of uh Rosado being a excellent landscape artist because the landscape changes so quickly that he had to be quick. Yeah, he it's he paints fast because of the landscape changing so quickly for him. Mm-hmm. Not that he paints well, but he's able to paint fast because of that. Yeah, uh, next up is the four-star hero on the banner, Kagetsu uh, Onigiri Samurai. Kagetsu is a royal knight of Illusia and retainer to Ivy, an amiable hero with a distinctive style of speech. He's also a first-class swordmaster. Kagetsu is a sword infantry hero wielding reversal blade plus... Being the four-star hero on the banner, Kagetsu has no new skills, but rounding out his kit is Moonbow as a special, attack slash speed ideal three in the A slot, and null follow-up three in the B slot. His forging bond was interesting. Yes. Well. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked it because uh, he's essentially just, uh, he's finding other swordsmen and, and challenging them, and uh, I, I've only yeah. seen the first two, but... I, the first one was I think I've only seen the first two as well. But yeah, he attacks Navarre because he wants to learn Navarre's name. Obviously, Navarre's like, "No, I will not give you my name." And he does mention in the second one after the fight, Navarre did give him his name because of his skill or whatever. 
even though yes. uh, Rosado lost. And then he bumps into Long Ku, who, uh, because of what Kagetsu says, thinks Kagetsu is a female. And is like, I, don't, I, I can't talk to females. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't gotten that far yet. Maybe that was the third one, but I thought that was the second one. And I, that's the last one I remember for sure. So, But next we have uh, this banner came with both an attuned and rearmed hero. So we have our rearmed hero, Hortensia, Little Charmer. The younger princess of Lucia, Hortensia, shows up here with her obsession towards cuteness uh, intact as re- a rearmed colorless flying staff unit wielding the arcane charmer. She also comes with a full kit, including her unique skill, Glittering Anima in the Sea Slot, a new special called Glitter of Light, while rounding out her kit with Rescue Plus as her healing skill, and Tier 4 skills, uh, Attack Speed Catch 4, and Poetic Justice. Uh, We already discussed her uh, forging bonds earlier with her hunting for someone to mentor in cuteness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's, uh, you know... A character I remember joining pretty late in Engage and obviously being sort of the yeah. quote unquote bad guys and then turning over to your side. So yep. she doesn't show up till I feel like it's fairly early in the second half, but um Oh maybe, yeah. Yeah. You know, well maybe I'm thinking of her I mean, retainers. It's in the second half. It's just Yeah, her retainers are a couple it might only be one chapter after we get her, so it's not that much further, but uh, maybe it's later in the second half than I'm remembering. Yeah, she is. I believe she is the last royal we pick up. Yes. If you don't count Vale, who's an abnormal situation. Mm -hmm. Just I recall it being like there were 24 or 26 chapters and she was like in 17 or 18, I think. So after the first split where things go down and Ivy eventually joins us and then we're starting to recover after a bad defeat. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, uh, I, we, every time Engage pops up, we are going to have a chat about returning to that game. And I think, um, you know, we do, uh, as we mentioned, uh, you know, in the what's next section of the episode, like we have, we have some time to reflect on when we might want to play Engage. And maybe we, uh, maybe we talk about that in our next couple weeks off about, uh, returning. I, I want to play it. I really do. Cause, uh, I don't know. I just, it, uh, I just left it and never get, went back to it. So, I mean, I do want to go back and finish it, but part of me wonders which might be easier or better is maybe doing it as a full on game club and restarting all over or trying to jump back in and remember what was going on and how to do stuff. Yeah. So. Well, as you said, restarting makes more sense for you if you want to have, or anybody that matter wants to have the DLC characters at the, at a proper point, right? Yep, um, because they by the time I the DLC came out since I hadn't finished my first playthrough, I went and got them, and they're far lower level than everyone else. Yeah, well, maybe that's something we talk about for sure. I think that we we should figure something out because it's we're only just going to keep. Men- I'll keep mentioning it that we haven't finished it every time Engage uh, is added to Fire Emblem Heroes, so it might be time. It's been a year, you know, so it might be time to to look at that. A dusting off game club. Uh, we'll we'll have more news on that next episode if if we uh if we have a decision made. Uh, but let's talk to the final hero on the banner, which is Attuned Ivy, Snow Queen. Ivy, the Crown Princess of Elusia, 
clashed with the divine dragon Alir in the struggle for the emblem rings under the orders of her father, the king. However, after her father was murdered by the fell dragon Sombron, she found herself joining forces with Alir, the divine dragon. Uh, or she's not really the divine dragon at that point, is she? She's just Alir. He or I she. believe she is the divine dragon, uh, considered the divine dragon. Right, yes. Because Lumera gets killed early on, and so they treat Alir as the divine dragon. Okay, yeah, good point. Um, uh, Ivy is a blue tome flying attuned hero wielding icebound tome. She has three new skills with obsession in the A slot, A slash R, bar trace four in the B slot, and soaring echo in the X slot. That attuned skill uh, is infantry and flying allies within two spaces can move to a space within two spaces of unit. So we've got a an attuned skill that allows for some uh, uh, some allies to to jump around the map to to come to Ivy. So that's pretty good. Um, Rounding out her kit is Deadly Miasma in the C slot and Luna as a special. She's just lacking an assist skill to be completely kitted out. So, but she does have the attune skill. So, yeah, yes, there of is course. that. Yeah, so she has the same number of skills as Hortensia, just you know, different places. <laughs> yeah. So is this? So we have obviously this is our. So Ivy is now graduated from the uh, the alt only club. Because she had a yep. summer hero. Yes, we had Summer Ivy and um, Halloween <sighs> brain oh, fart on her name. Yeah, I want to say it's not Tamara. Tamara, I think. You know what? There's so little engage. I should just be able to like. I have the I have the website up. We have two Lameras, but it is a do do do. What's her name? Ah, uh, Tamara. Yes, you are correct. So so there you go. There's not many. Uh, engage heroes in the game but there's a good chunk you know there's a good chunk for a game that just came out a year ago uh yeah so our what's our last hero here our grand hero battle unit. Right, the grand hero battle unit is mavier penitent knight uh thrown this ban- banner on the grand hero on the ghb is the good guy villain mavier wanting nothing more to protect and save Vale from her father's horrible plans and engage he shows up here in the grand hero battle as a blue lance cavalry unit he wields the Penitent Lance and as a GHB unit has no new skills, but comes with Ignis, Seal Attack 3, and Rouse Attack Defense 3. Very good. And uh, yeah, so Movier being that hero that was like, as you mentioned, he was on, he was working with the bad guys, but uh, was the only one that wasn't like evil, like mustache twirling evil, you know? Um, he was in. I feel like. The one he was paired with, especially once he turned and talked to her, was not mustache twirling evil, but she was a little more into the evil stuff than he was. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, whether we get the, those other characters will remain to be seen, but I think this is a good first start for those characters. I, I can't remember what they were called. They were called, oh yeah, the Four Hounds. Yes. I might have already said that. Um, nope, I didn't mention that. Okay, so because I didn't remember off the top of my head when I was writing it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, honestly, like it. The only unfortunate part about all these heroes is that it'll be a while before we get uh, we get another offering of engage. Although you know, we were talking about this pre-show about like what are the 
how are the emblem heroes going to be introduced? Are we going to see start to see them on the calendar? Because usually the calendar will show whether that legendary or mythic banner is one or the other. I feel like with the way they labeled last month's banner as a legendary and emblem banner, oh, did I they? feel like the, I believe so, when it actually launched, not beforehand. I feel like now that they've announced emblem heroes, they're just going to be in the rotation. Yeah. With the legendary and mythic, a third type of hero for that banner at the end of the month. So I believe we're going to see emblem hero listed as the banner and just get one at a time, just like legendaries and mythics gives them a chance to, you know, extend out, find more time to figure out who else, who else they want to be legendaries. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, and actually speaking of emblem, uh, heroes, I can't remember. It might've been Ivy's forging bond, but, uh, Lynn showed up and they, they thought she was her emblem, but version and Uh, Lynn was all like their first gut instinct was the emblem version, but they, uh, very quickly realized, wait, no, they told me about this. You are the actual person yeah. our emblem is based off of. Yeah. And it was a fun interaction. Yeah, when Kigetsu meets her, it was a fun interaction with like, oh, can you do the skill that you have in our world? <laughs> it's like, yeah, she's like, what are you talking about? No, that's not <laughs> something I know. Yeah. Now there's, there's some really, the forging bonds, uh, I, I feel like this set was really, Really well done, and I, I think it, it just goes to show how much Intelligent Systems really did enjoy their work with Engage. So, Also, Kent and Sane were kind of goofy and funny there. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> when they explain when... Emblem Engage in their world, it's like, well, let's try it, and they shouted and charged. Yeah. I like that. I did. I like Kent and Sane. Oh, man, they're great. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I think you're right, Eddie. We'll probably see it as like a marked in the calendar uh if if I just had to guess, it'd probably be the the late April mythic slash legendary slash emblem probably. banner. I mean, yeah, I don't know what mythics we have, and they've been pushing mythics a little more back, so I could see it rotating legendary emblem with a mythic popping in every two or three months, oh, or three or four months. Yeah, interesting. Or That'd they could just, or it could be you know multiple legendaries, a random emblem. And a mythic, who knows? We will see yeah. what they decide. We will see. We will see. So uh, tune in and find out as we we both look at it. We should have a new... Well, we won't have a new calendar for a little bit. But we may or may not... I mean, we might have a new calendar by our next episode, but that is three weeks out, so... Yes, we'll see. All right, folks. Well, that is going to do it for our episode this time around. Visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Be sure to check out feheroes.fandom.com, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem Heroes information. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. We'll be back in three weeks to cover the latest legendary hero and special heroes. Uh, now, that being said, if the legendary hero if uh, Eddie and I look it over and we're like, okay, let's do a mini. We might have a mini, but uh, as of right now, our current plan is to return in three weeks. So stay tuned for that. Have a great couple weeks and happy summoning. Mm-hmm.